This comes from Chris uh, Carissa Espinoza, who just joined us. Hi, Carissa. See, when people ask questions, they tend to join, which is really good. She says, I'm struggling to speak with authority. I'm just reading this here. Uh, I feel like I don't have a voice or it doesn't have value. Ooh. God, can I just take a second and say thank you for your honesty? That's, that's not an easy question to ask. Um, so I'm going to try my best to approach that right now. Um, she says, when it comes to business, every time I go to talk about something, I get tongue-tied and my mind tells me to stop talking. How should I approach this? What can I do to change this? Well, Carissa, um, the first thing I'm going to say is when it comes to business, that's a very different topic than when it comes to just tongue-tied everywhere you look or, or, or talking to anyone. Um, there is a piece about, obviously, self-worth and self-value that, depending on your approach for it, um, to me, I think it's a spiritual problem. So it's not something I work with NLP as much on these days, other than, of course, directing to, like, for... For us to know that we're worthy, us to know that we have value of something to say, we have to have a firm belief of where we come from, who we are, and why we're here. And to me, no matter what your answer is for that, I respect that, but I hope that part of your answer of why you're here and how you got here has a spiritual revelation around it that allows you to know um, that you're already born worthy. That's the most important thing to me. So the second part, Carissa, is this. If you're struggling to find your voice and your tongue tied when you're talking about business, um, not knowing exactly what you're talking about in business, here's what I would say. Um, so often it, uh, in the coaching expert space, we sometimes try to start talking about things that we've newly learned or we've walked through recently. And again, I don't know if this is you or not. Please comment and let me know um, so I can maybe address this the next time in a different way. But the thing I see most often when people have trouble talking about what they do in business is that they just plain aren't experts in the thing they do yet. And for you, if, if if you're an expert in the thing you do, you need to find, even if it's brand new, you have to find a way to tie into something you've done for a long time, something you know really well from the past. So, you know, I give all, examples like this all the time. If, even if, like, if you've been a mother for 20 years and now you're starting a new career as an entrepreneur, <clears throat> excuse me, for you to be able to speak like solidly, certainly, and clearly about the new thing you do that's only six months old, if you can tie in lessons, experiences, stories from your past, from what you have done for a long time. Listen, I was a stay-at-home mom for 20 years, and I learned negotiating skills, trust me. In fact, here's one of the things I always did with my kids, is they wanted this, and I did this, and, and, and now today I get to teach business owners like you how to use the same powerful negotiation skills that three-year-olds know. And it almost sounds funny, but you know what? Like, someone take me up on that right now. That is... That is something that'll work right here, right now. Uh, in fact, that's probably a business negotiating for three-year-olds, right? Because we know something about that, don't we? So the secret is, and I could start talking about negotiation, but the secret is look at things that you already are really good at from a different context over here and bring them, bring resources, lessons, uh, attributes into a new area in life that you're working on a business over there. Hope that makes sense. Um, that's to me the secret to shortcutting and getting confidence and competence if you're brand new at something. Um, the second part of that though is look, if you're brand new at something and you really don't know anything about it, do yourself a favor and don't be an expert. And this isn't just for Carissa, this is for anyone. Don't try to be an expert at a thing that you're not an expert at. I, I can't say it enough. Be willing to be mentored in something. Be willing to be an intern somewhere. Be willing to show up and, and work with someone who's really good at what they do and just be present and just learn how to do it. 
right? Um, I attended and trained NLP seminars and the like, you know, for over two years before I really, really got my feet like as an expert in doing my own uh, workshops. I put on my own workshops early on, but they were fluff and they weren't really good. You know, I had six people in my first workshop, including my parents. Some of you know that story. And, and what I did though is what you don't know is I took the time to go back and I began working for a friend of mine named Michael Stevenson. So shout out to Michael Stevenson, one of the best NLP trainers on the planet. Obviously, in addition to me, let's be clear. <laughs> but Michael's a phenomenal human being, and, and I w- had the chance to work with him and mentor as a trainer as well, as a student and a trainer, uh, training in his company. I did that for, I think, like nearly a year at least, plus I did uh, other trainings, plus I volunteered in other places, uh, plus, 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 right? And I went to other seminars and courses, and eventually, over the course of almost two years, making virtually no money at all, I made some, um, I finally got to be a little more successful doing my own thing. So don't jump into being an expert on day one because everybody on stage tells you to be an expert. Just stop it. Just be an expert if you actually are one. (laughs) 